0: Well, you've got to think it about it. If you're looking at your inbox and you're absolutely flooded one day, the one email that you're going to look at is the one with, like, a bright yellow smiley face sticking out. You're sure. going to be like, what is this? Well, you're like going to click on a it. dolphin. And hopefully you're, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: or an aubergine. You don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of 99 Problems, but Gen Z ain't got one. (laughs) (laughs) I got it right this time. Hello. Uh, uh, Today, we're talking about emails within the workplace. We're going to be talking not too much about email campaigns, but more about the use of them.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I'm going to kick it off and say I hate them. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I just think there's too many of them. There's, there's situations where you just don't need to send them, mm. but situations where you do sometimes. Yes. So let's go into that.
1: Definitely. Um, yeah. So
0: how do you guys use them? How often do you use them? Do you use them every day?
1: Oh, oh. so much of my day is emails, but I don't know if this is a controversial opinion, but I, I quite like them. Like, you like them? Yeah, maybe because I'm just a bit of a weird, old-fashioned person.
0: <laughs> how <laughs> are you I writing? Can't. Like, good morrow. Dearest
1: gentlemen good day I, dearest sir i'm writing to No. but i quite like the structure of them and i i get quite well because a lot of the emails i send are to clients and to um publications and editors and things like that they have a very clear purpose it isn't i do send into office you're not
0: worrying when it's to a client
1: oh yeah definitely like i, I so agonize how do you enjoy those because <laughs> when you get it right and when you send it and like a couple of times like some of my managers have gone oh that's really well worded like because yeah. it was a tricky thing to like maybe you're trying to tell them something bad but you have to frame it in a nice way yeah. or they've m- maybe made some sort of mistake which affects you so you've got to explain it without yeah. being like you've done a thing and it's bad and stop it oh, like it's it's a tightrope but when you actually get across the tightrope it's it's a nice yeah sense of accomplishment
2: I mean I see these emails like coming through and I've seen like loads I've seen loads from you yeah. <laughs> the emailed even
1: email. and they always
2: look really good I think there's like it, there's like a certain way that like, you can make an email look really good and I think it's knowing what you're talking about if you don't know what you're talking about you're going to babble yeah,
1: yeah. and I then it's, it's not
2: going to make Nobody. sense and the client's going to come back like sorry what yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly what do you mean <laughs> And especially if you're
1: trying to get the attention of someone who doesn't know you, like at least a client will pay attention to your email because they know oh, yeah. who you are. And they'll, even if it's bad, And they value the
2: information as well, don't they?
1: Yeah, they'll open it. Yeah. But an editor, if you're pitching a press release, they don't know who you are. You might even go into the junk. So like you, the okay. way you write the email really affects whether or not you might get coverage, whether That's, or not you build a relationship with them. Like,
0: That's you on the sending side. On the receiving side, does your opinion change on them? Do you enjoy reading them too, or are you just read them <laughs> all around? Or? Some
1: of them are funny. Um, some people like obviously have read some sort of um, "How to Influence People" handbook thing, and they're yeah. like, "I'm not going to waste your time with uh, another marketing email. I just want to let you know that if you don't, you know, yeah, sign up
0: to this, sign up to to the the you'll the... be
2: wasting your life or something." I so many marketing emails. <sighs> I, I. <laughs>
0: Always the courses that cost like yeah. £1,000. I know, like, I like send me a this. course
2: that I can actually do <laughs> and afford, please.
0: So, my, I think one of my problems is there's generally too many. Do you have the same opinion? Do you like?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, do you feel like you could I cut think down?
1: Sometimes, yeah, I think the problem is obviously people are human and they don't always think about something and they'll send an email like, oh, damn, I should have put this in it. Yeah. And they have to send another one. Um generally I think with clients at least there's as many as there needs to be because it's our main method of communication. Mm. Um it's the main it's the only way to send documents and things. So um and we don't send them willy-nilly. Like um I I'm a big believer in writing very clear um like not too long.
0: You're but a purist. Yes.
1: You're
0: an email purist. <laughs> well
1: it's more like if you Straight explain something properly once that's way better than being vague or unclear and then having to explain it in a big long chain. Mm. So that's the way I reduced them.
0: Yeah, explaining. I hate chains, especially with multiple people in it, mm. yeah. So um, going on to usage mm. and, and tone of voice, um, quite a big thing at the moment is emojis. <laughs> now, I don't know whether this is either in the, the header or uh, the body of the text, Jeez, there's
1: a lot of... The uh... <laughs> Road is very angry this morning. Yeah,
0: if you can't hear it, there's a lot of beeping cars because it's back to school time. But um, anyway, back to the, the emails. <laughs> back to the
2: podcast. <laughs> Emojis,
0: have you ever used one with a client or is it mostly internal?
2: I have
1: a f- with a couple of clients I have because it's, for me, tone, uh, language use, wording, the biggest thing is matching tone. To whoever you're talking to. Yeah. So if you don't know them, I always err on the side of being more formal. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't sound like a Victorian, yeah, like yeah. gentlewoman. But like, being more formal, being very professional. Once you get to know someone more, you know how they talk. break down those
0: barriers. Yeah. yeah.
1: And if, if you, if they say, um, "Hi, Lizzie, that's great, uh, smiley face, uh, really looking forward to doing X, Y, Z, kind regards, blur," and yeah. you go, "Dear." Uh, that was, you know, I am very pleased to hear that. It, yes. it, you sound cold and it pleases me greatly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am I, I, warmed to my soul. But. So, say
0: a client that you've been working with now, uh, throughout your entire sort of stint at BDB, um, do you send them emojis?
1: Have um, they sent you emojis? They've sent me emojis. I've sent. The occasional smiley face when something is really like. So, your smiley a face shortcut. is quite
0: tame in the world of emojis. Oh, I've,
1: not, I've never sent anything else. I, I, internally, I love emojis. I yeah. figured out how to get them onto the keyboard so I oh, can right. put like thumbs up and things. You shortcut them. <laughs> but not to clients, I think a smiley face is as far as I'd go.
0: It's difficult though, because I'm guessing you're doing that because you don't want them to be misinterpreted.
1: Yeah, they're very useful for context. For
0: example, the thumbs up. To anybody who's, you know, who have, anybody who's naive to it, it's just a thumbs up. It's, you know, a yeah. good job. Mm-hmm. If, you, uh, if you're if you not on good terms with somebody and they send you a, a thumbs up after, you know, maybe like a mistake on a campaign and they send you a thumbs up. It I could think be, that's mainly down sassy. to our
2: generation, though. Is it? Mm. <laughs> We're reading into emojis I think so. so much. I think... like, what does it mean? No, but,
0: but as as the generation that's starting to take yeah, over the workplace, yeah. this is going to be more of a thing.
1: Perhaps. I mean, it's definitely one thing that's a big... Yeah. yeah. What? I
2: just
0: completely agree with it right <laughs> now. <laughs> Mind blown. That's never happened before. Because we've grown up with this technology, our behaviour is going to like completely change how the office is, you know, sort of structured. We're already changing, you know, the actual the physical structure. Like we've got the Hive. Um, that's partially due to you know more people wanting more work-life balance. Nice space yeah. to relax. Yeah.
1: We're currently recording. Um, I think there's still a place for well-worded things. Like, an emoji. emojis are really valuable, especially in, like, text communications where you can't see someone's face, you can't hear their tone of voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, you can say something like, oh, well, that was great, and then put a winky face, and then they know it's sarcastic. Like, mm-hmm. that, that, that's very useful for that. But I don't think there's any substitute to a well-thought-out email wording. Um, because you can do the same thing, like, being um, careful and... Sort of wording things well, it can be <laughs> really, really good. Like you can turn positives into negatives and things. I, don't, I think emojis at the moment still feel quite light-hearted and maybe trivial. Yeah. Like if you use yeah. them in the context of, so we didn't get any coverage. Sad face. Sad face. Like that would you've
0: been fired, and it's like the monkey in his <laughs> eyes shrugged.
1: <laughs> like oopsie. <laughs> like I think that would feel a bit trivial still. Yeah, so, I
0: guess you need to know who you're talking to. Like with you guys, my generation, the Gen Z is millennials. My I don't gen. feel... <laughs> my Gen. <laughs> I feel like I could send you an emoji and we're on a similar wavelength. We'd yeah. be able to pick up and read between the lines. But I think if I send one to, I don't know, Matt, I don't know, might misinterpret it or I think might get a bit, I don't know.
1: I think we just over- overthink things when it's someone more senior anyway. Like, yeah. like I've made a joke in an email to Matt last week. Like, you just didn't get he it was a very informal email. Like, he was saying, like Well done for this. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Oh, well, ugh. and just no response. And I was
0: like, Oh, uh, <laughs> I hope you got it's it. Like Damn it. <laughs> so, Jess, would you be for or against emails if you had to decide right now, you love them or you hate them?
2: Um,. Very, Do you know very what? Binary. I don't yeah. think I could decide whether I. I think no. it's a love hate relationship. With well, you emails. build them,
0: so you've got a lot more intimate relationship yeah. with emails.
2: Well, we we build the emails that the clients send out, yeah. like the the shopping emails you get, and that mm. like all those kind of things that end up in your inbox, or you, or you junk occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to see them. <laughs> <I> <laughs> um, know that someone spent a lot of time on that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. Once you get the grasp of it, it's quite easy. It's all right. Um, I I personally enjoy building them.
0: Yeah. Well, so you're more of a lover?
2: Yeah. You're think, an email I lover. I think for the, like, the building side of the emails, like, yeah. Yeah.
0: But on I'm the receiving side. But, like,
2: receiving side, yeah. I'm like, okay, don't really need this many emails mm. coming in, like, in one day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I'm guessing you're a lover too. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. Of, of, yeah, of,
1: of relevant ones, like, some some of the ones you get are hilarious where they've, act, they've obviously just been like chained out and yeah like, especially because we have some emails that email groups that are for the client so okay. it's like company at bdb.co.uk and they'll be like dear way, company it's way too many
0: <laughs> respondents like
1: not even that it's like how do you they feel think about that McConnell? the company's a person
0: i think it's quite clear that i hate them. <laughs> I am not mm. a big fan of emails, I think they just slow you down. So I was going to say, yeah. that's what I was going to do. I was going to say, if not email, how else would you rather communicate? I'm not saying that, you know, we should start communicating through Snapchat or something and work. Someone's <laughs> like, like <laughs> sending pictures
2: like, hey, got that work yeah. <laughs> Sending it over now.
0: I'm out with like a filter. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, if if not emails, what would you rather do it on? Would you rather do it? I mean, there's communication platforms like Slack. There's mm-hmm. Microsoft Teams now, which we're starting to use with yep. Skype's going mm-hmm. out. Like, we currently use Skype mm-hmm. in the office, yeah. which is all right. But then again, different platforms, different styles of writing. You've got emojis and stuff on there.
1: Yeah. Or just, you know, phone calls. Phone calls. Sometimes, sometimes. So, yeah, I feel,
0: I feel like that's inconvenience to me as well. It's slower. I'd rather yeah. bang out an email, not <laughs> it's an email. Actually
1: not, mm-hmm. It's actually not slower in some cases. Like... Um, I was on, like, very tight deadline a few mm. months ago. Article needed to be sent that, like, that hour. and
0: You're screaming down the phone?
1: Well, no, the client was in the <laughs> US. Uh, okay. And um, so, obviously, that cuts our day in half in terms mm. of, like, communication via email and things, yeah. and phone. And it was basically, I needed to know, they'd sent over some amends, I needed to do them and send them to the publisher, and I was... I didn't understand one of their amends. And if I'd have emailed them, it could have taken them half an hour to see it. And then that's all my time gone. Yeah. So I just rang them and was like, hi, can I just confirm whether or not this is the case? And she was like, yeah, sure, done. Nice. That's so much quicker nice. than an email. <laughs> no. But yeah. it, it, you, different, different things. You've got to match the communication method to the thing you're trying to do.
0: So what about <laughs> like, say you used WhatsApp. Would you, would you prefer to use WhatsApp in a company?
1: I don't the one thing I do like about emails is that it is a little bit of professional separation. Like no one's gonna
0: Ooh, interesting you say that.
1: Well like a WhatsApp, like it's very useful like <laughs> to get in hold of people quickly and like stuff, but I feel like then there's an expectation that you're always on it because it's on your phone. I know you've got emails on your phone.
0: Yeah, that's what we getting to. that work life balance. It,
1: yeah. It's it's at least emails are acknowledged to be a little bit more of a professional medium yeah. and a for work time. Uh, there's a rainbow outside.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, the, I feel that that at least is a useful thing about emails. It's it's not like it, the the tone is more um, in work professional, not.
0: So you'd rather keep it that way. So you've got that.
1: Some things. The yeah. clear
0: the clear lines between work and play almost. So you don't have it on your phone.
1: I do have emails on my phone because it's useful. Yeah, well, but I, I mean like you're check not
0: checking thing. your emails all the time on your no. phone like you put away it's like yeah. you can't see it, you're not dealing with mm. it
1: and then at least then like I know if I go onto whatsapp or facebook messenger or whatever that's for friends and family mm. yeah. and quick you know things between colleagues and things like that rather than you know it's like that thing where you say that you shouldn't work in your bed like because it associates yeah. your brain with that you're supposed to have
0: that divide so yeah. you can sort of segment your day and all that Alright, so I was going to come on to it. This is the bit where we started going a bit introspective. Is an email more than an email? Yes. Can it be more than a communications tool?
1: For me, yes. <laughs>
0: it's how, how is it more than an email for you?
1: I, I am waffling on, I'm sorry. But <laughs> they um, <laughs> they build relationships with people. Like um, I've not met like 70% of the clients in person that I work with, but yeah. I've emailed mm-hmm. them an awful lot and I've you kind of get to know people through that and um, good and helpful responses m- endear them to you and um, you to them and things like we clients who are clear and who obviously we don't expect an immediate response but who respond you know promptly and you know respect our time as much as we respect theirs that's really you know yeah. really valuable and with editors and things like that I've not met any of them in person but they we you know communicate over email. So it's more
0: like a relationship builder for you. Yeah, and also a
1: persuasive tool.
0: Okay.
1: Um, Like persuading an editor to go out of their way and publish a thing that you've done for free Mm -hmm. takes at least a bit of work. Like I know emails seem like a quick thing, but I spent quite a long time writing mine and proofreading it Mm -hmm. and making sure it's worded really precisely. Um, And I researched the publication and I, you know, show that I've not just gone blah like <laughs> do <doom>, everything. <doom>
2: <laughs> so like when you're emailing clients and then you're emailing someone from like a, a publisher, um what's the what's the difference, like the key differences that you'd say you'd have to because I'm sure it it'd be a lot more formal and mm-hmm. kind of a lot more a lot more formal than talking to the clients. It, although it would be very formal talking to the clients yeah. either way. Um, it
1: is a bit more formal. The probably the key difference is that again, like clients, at least sort of know who you are, so they will open the email, and you might want to persuade them to do a, to go a certain direction with something. But mm. usually, you're working together, and you're like on the same page, and you're sort of being very functional and practical with things. Mm. Whereas with an editor, um, unless they've come to you and they really want something from you, normally the the power balance is. You're asking them to do something and they can ignore you, say no, or do the thing or suggest something else. And mm-hmm. um, so it you have to be a lot more clear. You need to be a lot clearer about who you are, why they should care, what you want from them and, um, what the benefit to them would be
2: because
1: yeah. okay. a client knows that you're doing stuff for them to benefit them anyway. Usually. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Hopefully. Yeah, but please. Um, But with an editor, you have to...
2: I mean, I'm saying this like I'm an expert. I've been doing this a year. (laughs) There are people who are way, way better than me. You've you've had a lot of experience with sending out emails, receiving emails, Mm. and talking to a lot of editors as well. Yeah. So I also want to... Because I've always wanted to know this. You know, because you've uh, mentioned that the power balance, like talking to an editor, is completely different. So how would you say you would... Make an editor open an email? Like, uh, would you put something in? It's really hard.
1: It's it's so dependent on the person. Um, I did find some stats though.
0: Oh, yeah, I've gone. It's yeah. A stat. <laughs>
1: so, apparently, the average length of an email subject line is seven words. Seven words. Mm. Um, but a subject line of three words has the highest engagement rate of, oh, okay. uh, 21% of people will open in, on average. a a three word one for us that's near to impossible uh to do three word ones like um so say it's a press release company name brings yeah you can't so with that um like i started off with like press release pitching putting the title of the press release as the subject line but that didn't work very well because it's very long and if they don't know the company particularly um, if that's the first word of the subject line, they're not going to open it because like, I don't and know who just that just is. Just it. yeah. Because they get so many emails, yeah. like that's why fo- following up via the phone is very useful because that you force them to go into their inbox and look at it. Yeah, um, okay. but yeah. So basically, I've started putting myself into their shoes and going, okay, I am the editor of uh, an electronics publication. Mm-hmm. I care about industry trends. Maybe new products if it's really revolutionary and, uh, you know, key technological developments or something like that. Yeah. Um, my press release talks about product launch, but I could spin it to be like, um, makes uh, installers' lives easier. And then that would be more interesting to them. Yeah. So I put that as a subject line.
0: So it's interesting you brought that up, yes, because... I know that people started dabbling with emojis in the pre-headers and headers of uh, emails. Pre-headers? Yeah, it's That's a little crazy. bit that goes below the header. It's like two little lines. Uh, Ooh. Mm. Ooh. So, um, there's a study done by Experian, and they found that brands who use emojis in the subject lines of their um, emails have higher uh, unique open rates, and they found that by 56%
1: Ooh.
0: of all the brands Isn't doing that it. B2C? Um, I'm guessing so. Mm. I'm guessing so. But you could imagine that that number would be probably l- a little bit less than B two B, but um, still make a difference though. Somewhat similar. That's
2: interesting though, because you'd think that adding emojis into that actual. Actually, I don't know because well, you gotta think it about it. Of... If
0: you're looking at your inbox and you're absolutely flooded one day, the one email that you're gonna look at is the one with like a bright yellow smiley face sticking out. Sure. You'll be like, "What is this?" Or you're like gonna click on a it. Dolphin. And hopefully, yeah, (laughs) you're an aubergine. You don't know. (laughs)
1: Okay. Okay. uh, (laughs) Vegetables. suppliers.
0: Exactly. There you go. But, um, you will be drawn to that purely for like the visual aspect
2: and there are quite, there's a
0: range of emojis now, so you can get ones, you know, little graphs, so it can Mm. be business related, Mm. but that would grab your attention. Hopefully once you click on it, the content would make them follow through and go to the call to action or whatever, but yes. (laughs)
1: I mean, I, I bet there is a place for that, like for e-shots and things like that, yeah. where it isn't a person directly communicating with another person. I think there's definitely a place for that. Like when you're trying to get someone to open, mm-hmm. uh, like a direct mail thing that would otherwise maybe be disregarded. Then mm. yeah, that that sounds really a really good idea. But I think still with person to person things, just the way we use it in our lives is you, we associate that with friends and mm-hmm. with. You know, no. informal interactions. I think if you if you sent an emoji to someone you've never spoken to before, they'd be like, well, who's this? Yeah. Well, who do they think they are? Like
0: <laughs> Okay, so just before we go, um I want us all to give us maybe tip. a, a hit, yeah, a tip hint, hint hint and tricks and tips and all that sort of stuff <laughs> regarding emails and communication within work. What would you what do you recommend? Uh
1: Try and explain everything that you can that's relevant within yeah. the email, but don't waffle. Mm. Uh, check your attachments before you send them. Make sure they're there. Well, <laughs> make sure they're there and then check that <laughs> they're the right, <laughs> right version of the file, like that yeah. they're the, the right file. Mm. Um, proofread your emails because the amount of times you go back and you've got, oh, I missed a word there or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, and try and read it from the point of view of the sender. So if you read something like, um, Obviously, um, you missed this in my last email. Like, you could say that in a polite way to, to them in, to, in their yeah. like, to their face, but reading that sounds rude. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Jess,
2: um, <laughs> I think you've covered quite a lot of them. Sorry, I think I think <laughs> you've all of them. I'm sorry. I think for me, email-wise, don't bombard people with emails, like yeah. send them one and then, you know, wait if you send if you want in something from a supplier or a client, send them an email in the morning and then wait a few hours. Don't send an email like ten minutes after like, Hey, did you get my email? Or, did yeah. you have you opened it yet? Like have you seen it? I think that could I think that could very much
0: annoy people.
2: Stare them away yeah. from wanting yeah. to talk to you ever again. <laughs> Connor? Uh, I
0: think if you're an email hater like me, maybe try out some other professional uh, communication platforms like Slack or WhatsApp or uh, Microsoft yeah. Teams. If you want to persist with them, uh, make sure you keep the numbers to a minimum uh, and be uh, just be aware of other people's time within the office or workplace. Yes. Don't bombard them. It's a big one. Yeah. All right. So, thank you very much for listening. I hope you found it thank useful. Thank uh, If you like the podcast, <laughs> send us, us an, an email. email. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Lizzie will. Yeah, Lizzie will respond will. in a very nice manner. <laughs> no, I went into third person
2: then. With one amendment. Lizzie will. <laughs> yeah. All
0: right. Uh, thank you very much. You'll find us on the usual platforms. And we'll see you next week. See you Bye. later. Bye. Bye.